Hello, and welcome to Life Clarifications with Natasha. I'm here to support you in your dance of life. But I want you to remember that no matter what, and I'm going to say this a couple times because this is part of the show that I like to do. So, um, well, I want you to remember your truth is your truth. So as we're going through life, and this is a perspective that I have, because I love to help somebody have a perspective on how they can heal themselves because i'm just a part of that story on how you can heal yourself and i love to be a platform for that to be able to negotiate that so me being an intuitive medium i am multi-life intuitive i also do mediumship i'm an energy seer i do feng shui so when I see energy, I talk about emotions. I can see um, if there's anything kind of emotionally attached to you. Because sometimes emotions are attachments just as well as um, we may have like a net negative entity kind of like being, and I'm going to use quotation marks with entity because it's not a bad thing. It's just an energy, right? And so like, um, you know, if somebody's having problems with addiction, a lot of times they have a, an addiction type of energy around them. But that's not what today's conversation's about, right? But it kind of ties into that. Um, so today's conversation is going to be about perspectives on forgiveness. Because forgiveness is a, oh my gosh, it's a tricky, tricky, tricky place to be. Okay. And I, like I said, I want you to know that this is a perspective. I'm, you know, because your truth is yours. And mine is mine, and this is what I've witnessed, and this is how I've negotiated some of my stories. Because of the fact that, you know, we have things that happen to us in our lives, things that we do to ourselves. And that is a facet of, of what we're doing is living life. And many times we have people around us. Oh, this is going to be a tricky conversation. Because the fact that I want you to have your ability to negotiate what's going in your world, right? So with that, that as we go forward and as we're negotiating stuff that happens to us, that, you know, we are in the midst of, oops, let me, I'm trying to rearrange something here because I want to see something different here. Let me go over here. There we go. There we go. So with that, that as we're going forward and in this negotiation of, of forgiveness, that it's not always an easy place. And I know for me, and I'm going to speak of me a little bit in this conversation, and observing others, observing them, because I don't do it with judgment. I don't do it with, you know, the logistics of life, right? Because the fact that we are all human. But I can tell you that there's things that happen to me that... I don't know if I can forgive them, right? I don't know if I can forgive them. Now, I may be able to negotiate um, some forgiveness. Now, forgiveness is the story. Oh, I wish I would have had that piece of paper that, that you know, that I've been seeing for the, my whole life that my mom had. Um, but the basic sense of forgiveness, right? It's about releasing the thing that holds us, that has holding on us, right? That the, the unforgivable things, they hold us. They, they really, and they can almost empower or disempower us, right? So that forgiveness piece is not necessarily, um, it, it's an energy. There again is another energy field, right? So whatever action that was done to us that we're looking at can... I forgive this. Hmm. Question, right? There's a question about that. Um, is this something that I can even forgive myself for being played into it? Right? Okay. So I'm going to talk about a moment in my life, right? And, you know, so talking about this forgiveness thing that I'm going to say this a couple times, that this is your truth. This is just a perspective. And I want you to remember that your perspectives are important. Your truths are important. But when we're talking about forgiveness, forgiveness is something that, you know, like for me, when I was um, 
abused when I was younger, right? Uh, and um, it was a teenage boy that lived next door to us. And then I was only like three years old, three, four years old. And um, hello on Instagram. So I'm live on Instagram, uh, on um, uh, Twitter, and YouTube, and Facebook. So you on um, uh, Twitter, if you're there, I don't get comments. So if you want to go to my YouTube pet channel, Natasha Venter AC, uh, please like and follow, and you can make comments there. So with that, that you know, when I was younger, you know, he did an, an unmentionable thing to me, my physical body, right? And the sad thing was, is his brother opened the door and looked in and the kid that was doing something to me said, get away, go away. And the brother did. Now, is any of that forgivable? Questionable, right? Is that forgivable? I'm saying that that there's maybe maybe thirty percent that I can forgive, right? The you know, but I can also say that that in that story of that moment, that it actually gave me some empowerment later in my life, right? So with that, that I want you to think about things that that really you had a hard time negotiating with about forgiveness, right? And and there's some things I'm going to tell you that are unforgivable that we do in life, that we have happen to us or we do to others. Somebody murdering somebody. You know, sometimes we can forgive the person but not the action, right? You know, being abused like I was. Can I forgive that moment? No, but I can actually in a way, you know, give that forgiveness for me for being put into that position. Because you, there's many pieces to every scenario of forgiveness, right? Or the action that is being asked to forgive. There's thyself's perception of it. How did I play into it? The other scenarios, actions and percentages of it, right? And then there's the bigger picture of the whole thing. You know, maybe a parent who didn't realize that it happened or a sibling that saw that it happened and didn't speak up. You know, there's many facets of things that, that interact with something that can be forgivable or unforgivable. Remember, your truth is your truth in this. I'm a perspective. So going into this, remembering that, that forgiveness is going to be something that it really helps us to stand straighter, lighter knowing. So if you can go in and forgive it, give forgive it, the situation, maybe not the person, but the situation, forgive how we interacted with it. Um, forgive myself for, you know, I forgive myself for being young enough that I didn't know better to do better. Because now as an adult, I'm looking back on this time when I was three to five years old, that, um, that this happened to me. And you know, my dad even said that I had to pee through a straw because I was so irritated down there, right? So going into this dance, that it's not necessarily that it was forgivable. No, I don't even know if something happened to him. Not my thing to hold on to right now, right? Because all I'm responsible for is right now me, myself, I. So I can tell you, in the marriage that I've been in and in the relationships I've been in since then, things have, have interacted with me. Think about how does this inter, this action interact with me, right? How does this action interact with me? Because there's many times where I would have, let's say, um, someone, you know, that was even kissing, you know, pretty close to me. And I no, 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 right? And I'm a very loving being. But yet there's that that I'm going to call it intimacy when you're intimate and I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about intimacy of being with someone in a vulnerable place, right? When we're intimate with how we are that, that we can find if we're being triggered by something from our past. So going into this dance of, of should we forgive or shouldn't we? Cause that's the theme of this conversation is about forgiveness, right? So should we or shouldn't we forgive something? 
Well, you know, there's parts of it that I can forgive. And I can actually say that that moment has taught me to stand on my own two feet a little bit more, right? It's taught me to, to be a little bit deeper into who I am. It's taught me to do things in spite of that moment that wants to hold me back, right? So how can these things that are unforgivable help us to negotiate our future? Sometimes we have to do things in spite of our, our moods and our, our triggers, right? So how can you negotiate these stories of, of scenarios by being you better than you have before, but knowing that there's parts of us that are still achy and, and respecting those. So like I was talking to someone yesterday and she says, you know, I spent most of my healing sessions forgiving myself for not speaking up. You know, I forgive myself for um, for uh, not being a part or not being willing to to speak to those that could help me. I forgive my my body for being um, sometimes in the enjoyment of what happened. Right? We don't know. I don't know. Right? So at that time, we have to negotiate these parts of us. So try to take a deep breath when you're negotiating your life. And remember that, you know, there's things that happen. Like I had someone say something to me about six months ago. I'm going to tell you, I don't know if I can forgive that. Because of how, um, I want to call it hurtful it was. But I can sure tell you, though, I stood up beyond it. I stood over it. I stood, um, I worked through it. I talked about it. I engaged with it. And I also know that I'm not going back there again. I'm not going back there again. And you know what this conversation was triggered by? There's a, um, a little video that was passing through my, you know, as you're scrolling through a lot of videos and stuff like that. And there was a conversation somebody was having, and it was with another actress and they were talking about forgiveness. And the actress said, actually, something happened to me when I was younger, and I will not forgive it. I am not allowing that person in my life. I will never forgive that moment. But I can tell you, it has set a fire in me that it has helped me to be my greater self. It has given me passion. It has given me understanding. It's given me empathy. It has given me um, grace when I needed it. It has also given me an understanding deeper about myself because of being triggered. So allow these things that are unforgivable in your life to be your inner strength because they're not a bad thing that happened to you in the bigger picture of now. I'm going to say there's bad things that happen. That's not that language that I'm trying to use. I'm not saying that the bad thing that happened to you. I'm saying that the, that there's a time in our story. We have to get out of it being the victim of it and being it's bad for me. Because the fact that me being abused sexually when I was younger, three, five years old, that it was a bad thing that happened to me. But I'm not going to allow that story be a bad thing to me. There's a difference, right? So that bad thing to me, I'm not going to allow it to be bad to me. I'm not going to let it hold me back. I'm not going to allow that to be my inner story. I'm never going to be want to be touched or held or hugged, right? Or any of those things because of that scenario. I'm going to do things in spite of it. I'm going to be loved. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to love even more. I'm going to be passionate. I'm going to be... Um, uh, I'm going to be the person who cares deeper for people because I can have empathy with it. So going into our story, think about those things, if I can offer this to you, that are unforgivable. That are unforgivable. Because there are things that are unforgivable. The thing is, though, how can we forgive parts of it? 
So think about that. How can you forgive parts of something? Hmm. Well, that's a thought. Hmm. So if anybody has any comments that they like to say, or if you want to share this to anybody who can use this, I would be grateful, you know, because this is a conversation. It's a moment, you know, just like I just moved my chair. I, things are movable, right? Because this is not a down conversation. This is actually a loving conversation to yourself. How can you appreciate you and the stories you're in? Life is life, right? Things will happen to us. Can we forgive the boss that fires us all of a sudden? I know for me that every time that I got kind of pulled, the rug pulled out from underneath me, as soon as I could put my feet back down on the new grounding and that new moment that I was able to move through it. And then I can say, you know what? I don't like the, the person who uh, fired me. We never really got along. But I can tell you that action that they did actually set me up into being more successful in my life. It gave me a chance to bloom. Now, if you stay a victim of that situation, now you can say that 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 action of being fired from a job was the worst thing that could have happened to you, right? But going into the stance that it's about figuring out what did this here, what's this here to teach me? What is that action that's unforgivable or what is that moment that is unforgivable that you can that you can use that to be grateful for teaching you what it needed to do? Now, me being abused when I was a kid, I can say that 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 scenario has taught me over and over and over again when I got into those old triggers, how to be my better self in spite of it, in spite of it. So does anybody have anything that they want to say about this conversation? Because I know that for me, that forgiveness is an individual dance. Because everybody who has something that has been done to them, it's their own personal feelings that get involved with it. So how can you negotiate your story with a little bit more cleanliness? How can you negotiate your being with a little bit more grace? How can you take what has been happening to you and evolve to a higher, better self, right? How can you evolve into a cleaner self? Because this is an evolution of life that we're in. We're not in the stance of, uh, of needing to stay three years old, right? We're not meant to stay three years old. We're supposed to evolve. And if we can go into the stance of having a form of forgiveness to something in a story, and it could be as simple as, you know, uh, what's, um, oh, I know. Uh, there's two people having a conversation and it's a conversation that is beyond and there's so much mean words passed between the two people, right? And and you get to that point where you just cannot talk anymore. Your relationship is done. You can't be around it anymore. And you just can't forgive that other person, right? But there was a dog watching <laughs> and the dog was watching you. Can you forgive the dog for not barking and, and interrupting the conversation? Yes, I can forgive the dog for not um, barking and, and doing that. So there are layers that you can do to forgive. So when you're looking at the scenario, that is an unforgivable action. Okay. That is so unforgivable. Being abused, having something told to you that is just like, holy, oh my God. How, why, you know, what can you do with that? Can I forgive myself for even put myself in that position or listening to them and believing a little bit of it, right? Sometimes we have to forgive ourselves that we believed a little bit of what was being told to us. Forgive ourselves. Because nothing is a straight line. So when we, when there's things, you know, can we forgive, let's say, somebody who has died on us? Sometimes 
right? Sometimes. Because the fact that when we're in the story of life, life is going to have a story with us. <laughs> Do we rise above the story? And that's the end question. It's not can you forgive or not forgive. It's can you rise above the story? I hope that makes sense. Can you rise above the story? Can you become a higher being in, in the midst of life happening to you? And I can say that I can say yes to me, that, that I try to rise above the situation. I'm here to learn. I'm here to experience. I'm here to know. Now, did I want to have those couple of experiences that I had? Not really. But I can tell you for sure that I can get, forgive myself for being put in that position or that I put myself in that position because I didn't know better to do better, right? So going into this dance of life, it's about learning to be a higher being. So an example of how to get out of a story, right? So we can go into a story and say, I'm going to use the example of me being um, of me being abused when I was a kid, right? When I was in between three and five years old. Okay. So, so with that, 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 you know, we have a story, right? Uh, I was abused. Um, there's things that were going on and I'm using this example because there's a lot of people that have been abused and they wonder how they can forgive. Right. So that's why I'm using this conversation. Remember, your truth is your truth. Here, I'm a perspective. I'm a perspective to give you some, hmm, let me think about that for a minute, right? So as I was doing that, now, as I grew and I was shy and quiet, I didn't believe in myself. I had low self-esteem, all those scenarios, right? I'm also very dyslexic, so that kind of has that story attached to it too. So I had kind of a double whammy, right? So then as I got into an older person here and I was getting into a relationships with people, well, I had some problems with having um, vulnerability with somebody because I didn't quite know how to negotiate those waters, but I had to be vulnerable in spite of there's times when, when somebody was, you know, in my face, even trying to kiss me right? That, that they were in my face and I had to, I had to say, give me a minute. And then I had to regroup myself, talk with myself and then move forward because of the fact that I had to do things in spite of, because of the fact that we get into this victimhood of something that we cannot forgive and we get into that victimhood and we can stay there. We can really stay there. And that's when it becomes unhealthy. So going into these dances of moving forward, that we can do that. So, you know, like um, these, you know, there's so many things that happen that we witness. And it's like, how can we forgive it? You know, like right now we have this conversation of, um, of you know, slavery, right? And you know, part of the country is saying that we got to move on. And then part of the country is saying we can't move on because it's something to happen. And I don't know if I can forgive it. Right. But what we can say is, is that we're not there anymore. Right. It doesn't mean that that, you know, a slave owner who uh, abused and whipped and and hung and 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 starved and and separated mothers from children and and fathers from children and and uh you know families from families you know that they ended up you know how can you forgive that but what you can do is we can say that i forgive that time that that was okay I can forgive that time that it was okay because we didn't know better to do better. It was part of the times. People who didn't want to have slavery, there's people who did. It was part of the time, right? I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying it was part of the time. And when you have something that's part of something, we can't say it was okay, but we can say, I I have an understanding for it. And sometimes we can't forgive, but we can go into it. I have an understanding that that was an ouch time, but I want to do better now, right? I want to do better now. 
So anybody that I meet now, and I have my whole life because I've been in this catalyst for change, that that's probably why I'm here in this summer worth is to help with catalysts of change, right? That I accept people where they're at with no judgment. And I wish people do better. I hope for people to do better. I try to help people do better with through my spiritual counseling that, you know, it, it is a process of dance, but we got to get up and do it things in spite of. So in other words, even though, you know, we have this action that was slavery, but what can I do to the fellow human being that is sitting next to me is have a conversation. Can I have a, um, a, a thumbs up to, to a video that somebody's saying something that's controversial, even if I don't believe in it because they're stirring the pot? Going into how we do this and going into what we're doing this for, right? What is the intention? Sometimes my intention is I got to survive whatever's happening to me, right? Like the scenario when somebody said something to me that was like just... That, you know, what I ended up doing with it still, it still stings, right? because it's kind of still new within the last six months that, but what I'm doing with it is, as I'm saying, I'm going to persevere in spite of it. I'm going to make sure that no matter what, with that person, that I'm going to do my better with that. I'm going to help that scenario do better. And if it doesn't work, I got to leave it behind. It's time to leave it behind. And that's okay. If forgiveness if you can't forgive all the way that you can have boundaries. And that's the thing about life. Sometimes we have to meet people where they're at. Right? We have to meet people where they're at. So if somebody is giving me 20%, let's say, let's talk about maybe uh, a parent. Okay? A father, mother, grandparent, doesn't matter. Okay? We have a parent. We have a, a, an elder, a parent who was very abusive to us, but we cannot get them out of our lives. For some reason, scenario brings us back to where we still interact with them. Okay. Do we expect to have a very loving relationship with them? Probably not. So maybe you meet them at 10%. Hi, how are you? And then you go into another room, right? You meet them at 10%. Because they gave you 10%. And, or you have to feel safe. So remember, sometimes you meet people where they're at. So like this person who said something to me, you know, if they are grumpy, let's say, and, and they're a friend, so they're, they, I don't see them every day. But if they're grumpy, am I going to meet them in a loving way? Yes, I can meet them in a loving way. Does that mean that I sit there and I deal with the abuse? No, I have boundaries. I met them at 10%. They couldn't give me anything. I'm walking away. Right? Or I'm being kind to them, but not interacting in much of a conversation. So meet them with 10%. If someone um, can just do, um, let's say, if they say, I'm sorry for what happened, but that's as far as they go, meet them at that. Conversation, maybe. And then... Talk with other people while you're at home or with the family, right? So meet people where they're at. Give them what they give you. They give you 10%, give them 10%. They give you 50%, try to give them 50%. If they give you 100%, try to give them equal amounts. Now I'm going to let you know that not everybody can give 100% all the time. Some people come home and they are tired and cranky and they got to give 10% and we got to meet them more they're at. But we can also have boundaries so that they are not mean to us. Right? We can have grace. We can have kindness, even though we're grumpy. And that's what actions can help us with when we, when we struggle with forgiveness is that we can turn it around and make it something that is strong for us. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to allow this in my life. This is something that is unforgivable. And I'm going to just say, no, I can't have you in my life anymore. 
Because life happens around us and what do we do with it, right? What do we do with it? We interact with it. It's time to believe in you. It's time to believe in the stories that you are because of the fact that they are here to help us be better. Now, if I stayed that three and a half, five-year-old person who got abused when I was younger, if I stayed that person, do you think that I would probably be married for 32, 32 um, some odd years and it getting better and better and better, right? It's getting better and better as time is going on because I am trusting this part of me that I have to work through in spite of it. So believe in what you're doing. Believe in who you are because there's only one story and it's us trying to figure out how to do better in our lives. So do better in your lives by doing things in spite of. Don't let people who have done things to you hold you back. It's not theirs. Their story is not yours to hold on to half the time. It's time to believe. Now, the way that I look at this, okay, think of like a side of a hill, okay? You can either be in the story, you go down. Oh, I'm a victim of, of, um, of rape as a child. I can't do anything. I feel like um, I'm I, I just, I, I have so much anxiety around this. I have so much this. I have so much of that. And believe me, I had anxiety about this. But what I ended up doing, thank you very much, Kev. Um, what I ended up doing though, is doing things in spite of it and letting it give me a chance to be a stronger person. It actually, when I think about it, it was part of the catalyst for me being such a shy, quiet person to be able to be a voice to help give a perspective, right? Because remember your truth is your truth. How can I be a perspective to help heal? I don't care if you're black, white, purple, or green, or six foot or three foot, or or have wings or not have wings, right? It doesn't matter who or what you are. It's about how can you do better in your life? How can you negotiate your life to do better? And that's the whole story. So be kind in spite of what's going on in your life. Um, be, be engaged with your body in spite of somebody hurting it. Be engaged with your emotions, even though somebody hurt them. Uh, be inspired to think yourself as a beautiful being in spite of somebody trying to make you feel ugly. Because of the fact that we are who we are, and that's the gift of being, right? So thank you for being here. I'm going to have a little bit shorter show today. Um, but I'm going to pull some Oracle cards. So this is kind of like a, I'm hoping that this conversation about forgiveness has helped a little bit because, you know, we're in the stance of a lot of things that are unforgivable. Can we forgive our government? Can we forgive um, how I spent my money a month ago when I wish I would have it again? How can I be forgiving of, of, um, of this moment, right? And I'm really hoping that no matter where you're at, and and please, if you're just coming into the show, this show was about forgiveness, and it was a different perspective. It was more to, more about how do you negotiate the the unforgivables? How do you negotiate the unforgivables? That's what I should have called the show, right? Because of the fact that we do have things that are unforgivable, we do. But what can we do in spite of it? In spite of it. So. Today, I think I am going to do Wisdom of Oracles. Oh, thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. Um, uh, I appreciate you enjoying and, uh, and thank you. So if you're wanting an Oracle card, I pull Oracle cards. And it's kind of like a, um, I can pull Oracle card. I don't need to know what your story is. I just pull out what, what is um, being called for you. Okay, so I have Wisdom of Oracles. And then uh, I think I'm going to do the Path of the Soul. These are beautiful cards. These are so beautiful. And I will read. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that one. 
Um, I so if you are looking for a card reading, please let me know. Um, a bit late today, but hi, hi Sue. Yes, thank you. Um, actually, your story was part of this trigger, so thank you for being here. Um, so you can either have a Wisdom of Oracle card, or you can have a Path of the Soul card. Uh, Path of the Souls. Okay, so Veronica, thank you for coming in. So what I'm asking is for everybody who is looking for a card reading, just put out there what you want in the card. Okay, so clear the cards. This is for Veronica. Sending love and light for the message. Woo! I think the cards are used to you, Veronica. Oh, okay, Path of the Soul. Okay, Sue, so you'll be after Veronica here. Okay, this is for, for um, Veronica and what she is looking to do. Okay, so Veronica, this card here has actually been calling to me for through a couple of shuffles. So this is a 28 number. Let me see if I can get it. 28 number, so 2 plus 8 is 10 which is a one, so the new beginning. Isn't that beautiful? So this is 28. Okay, 28, dreaming, dreaming. Uh, let's see, 28, dreaming. Your dreams are playing a very important part in both your waking life and spiritual development. The answer you seek is in the deepest in to your deepest inner questions are being answered. You are receiving messages and advice through your dream time. Take serious note of all your dreams. There is much being given to you from an astral realms. This is also calling to strengthen your intuitive connection through meditation. Take time each day to meditate as this will aid in you aid you in remembering and clarifying your dreams. So I was going to say meditation. So meditation is a form of sleep. So um uh so how can I get a card? So you just say which deck you would want? Kevin, you um, a wisdom of Avalon, or um, or you can have uh, uh, path of soul. So with that, that um, uh, uh, Veronica, coming back to you, sweetie, that um, I really see that um, that you are embarking in a lot of new awarenesses, and that um, those new awarenesses are going to help you. Uh, be where you're at. So whenever you're feeling ungrounded, um, Veronica, go back to meditation, go back to self, go back to breathing, go back to knowing and, and picture yourself in that knowing because you are getting quite a few answers. It's that practice. And like I said, this mantra this week was I trust, surrender, and accept because I don't have in all the information yet. So believe in the process. Okay. Um, so with that going forward, Okay, so Sue, you wanted a Path of the Soul cards too. Okay, so I'm going to call this. So, um, Kevin, if you want, um, uh, your <laughs> thank you, you're awesome too, Veronica. That Kevin, if you want a card reading, all you need to do is is say which deck you want, and then I'll do this. So here I'm going to do one for Sue. So Path of the Soul, Sue, here's yours. There we go. So Sue, put out your questions or your um, just wanting to know something. Okay. And I will shuffle. Ooh, I think. <laughs> there you go. That one popped out on me. So isn't that a beautiful card? That is just so beautiful. This one is um, three plus six is nine. So endings nine. There you go. So I will read um, 36 for you. So this is for Sue. Three plus six is nine. So endings with new beginnings. 36, 35, 36. Uh, revealed. Revealed. 
Do you know how beautiful you truly are? It is time to stop hiding from the world. The universe is calling you. Have you, you have so much to offer, so much to give. This card is a reminder for you to see who you and what you truly are. You are part of the one. You are beautiful and perfect in every way. When you hide yourself, you're in withholding. Not only your energy, but your love. Love, your, love for yourself and love for others. Embrace yourself and all the quirks. We all have them. Let yourself be free. Let yourself shine. And you know what I got with this? So picture all the colors, right? That I'm getting that, you know, you're so, um, Sue, we've talked lately, and you're, you've been so connected with everybody else. Maybe it's time for you to detect, deconnect from everybody else so that you're not swimming in their foggy brains. There's a lot of people out there on drugs. There's a lot of people out there that are feeling very chaotic in their heads and they're not really thinking they're spending some time being drinking and they're, they're just detaching, right? So how can you come back to you to be stronger? So honor and be with everybody, but then come back and be you. That's an idea for you that I just got. So it's not, it's about how can I be a healthy eye in the midst of being with the we, right? How can I be a healthy eye? So what is that? Look at the center of that. It's the center of all the colors around you. But yet, go to the center. Be you, right? Okay, so how is that? So um, let's see. Um, so Nini uh, is on Facebook. Um, hi, can I have a reading? I just want to know... If my BF have another woman and if he still wants to come here in my country. Hmm. I'm not going to No, That's something that I'm not going to engage with. Um, because of the fact that that is, that's out here and that's a very tender conversation. And I, I really, understand that integrity is pretty high and i i when i do a reading i do it with high integrity in my reading so i'm not gonna go into anything like that that is a deeper conversation that i can do without really knowing you um so if you want a private session please go to angelicclarifications.com and i can definitely help you with that uh, but not here on i'm live on uh let's see Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and Facebook. So being live on different platforms, I don't feel like I want to put that out there for you. Um, that's not a good place for that. So if you would like a card reading, I can do that. So either the Path of the Soul or um, Wisdom of Avalon from Claudette Baron reed um, So with that. Okay, so if there's nobody else, I am going to pull a... Um, wisdom of the Avalon card. And this one is for everybody. Actually, Nini, I'm going to pull a card for you. This is a card for you here. Um, let's see here. I'm not, yeah, but I'm not going to go into details. So this is for Nini. Okay, so this card here, frog. So frog medicine. So frog, it's um, cleansing, ha cleaning house, releasing emotional baggage. Okay, so I will read 14, which is a five. Frog. Frog. Okay, this is for you, Nini. Okay. Frog says that it's time to clean house and get rid of the clutter in your environment, your head, and your heart. Move out of any objects, thoughts, relationships that hold you back. It's time to get rid of anything that clutters your life or your space with unwanted 
burdensome, burdensome energy or anything that weighs heavily in your heart. Look around you and take stock of what surrounds you. Does what you see hold positive and supportive energy? If not, it's time to throw it away and release it so that it, that it in turn, will release you from its influences. When the frog appears, it's always springtime, spring and time for cleansing your house so you can allow new and fresh energy to enter the world. Frog says it's time to release all things no longer appreciated to bring in your journey. Then you can hop to the next lily pad, light and free. So I hope that helps. It's not the answer, and I'm sorry that I intuitively am not going to give you more than that, but I'm thinking that that gives you quite a bit of influence, okay? Because of the fact that I can give you perspectives and I can give you support, but it's up to you to make those decisions, okay? So, frog. Okay, so anybody else who is listening want to a card? I'm going to do a card for everyone now, though, okay? This is for everybody. And remember, if you had another card that was red and it really hit home, it's okay. You don't necessarily have to be having the cards reading for you. Any card reading can have a sentence that hits us just right to help us out with where we're at. This is for everybody. This is the message. Well, we were talking about um, forgiving the unforgivable. Or can we? all a perspective sometimes we can't but what can we do with the story that's the that's the thing what can we do with the story make it more of a positive story instead of staying in the more heavy weighted part of the story Woo! fire fairy fire fairy Woo! cards are wanting to fall everywhere because my table is uneven. So fire fairy, creative action and optimism. And it's a three. So three is about home. Fire fairy. But what is she doing? What does she look like? She's not out there roaring and creating fire, right? She's embracing herself, embracing her inner, her inner fire. She's thinking, she's knowing. She's vulnerable, but yet strong. She appears weak, but I wouldn't think that she's weak, right? So how can she be fire fairy? So three, let me read that one. This is for everybody. This is the theme. Oh, it's 30, not three, 30. Fire fairy, okay. Look at those eyes, piercing. Fire Fairy speaks ideas into actions. She, real, she rules the flame of creativity and encourages you to move quickly. She is also the voice of happy optimism, showing you signs, signals, and omens to support your dreams. The Fire Fairy gives you hope and courage and encourages and ensures that your dreams will come true if you simply act on them. When the fire fairy appears on your path, she gives you a, a gift, a magical sense of energy to help you complete any ideas you have that serves the greater good. She signals positive outcomes for your efforts. The fire fairy brings you another gift. Enlightenment. When you are in the dark about something, the fire fairy lends you her light so that the path will find its illumination. All things come to light quickly when the fire fairy appears. So remember that it's up to us to create the change. We have to create the change. Yesterday, 
I've had this image of a couch that has been coming across my feed. Yes, I know algorithms and, and stuff like that work, right? Feeds, right? You look at something and it comes back and back and back again. But I also had a feeling that something else needed to be happening in our house, right? So what did I do? I asked my husband last night, can we just go look? Don't want to buy. I just wanted to act on, in, you know, inquisitiveness. What did we do? We walked in. He started sitting down. He went, you know what? We need a new couch. And so we picked a new couch. It will be delivered next Thursday. You know what? It, what's happening? The couch that has been with me since before I met my husband 32 years ago, 33 years ago, will be leaving our house. Can you imagine the story that couch has and what needs to leave our house so we can create new? Food for thought. Fire fairy. Brings in enlightenment when you ask for it to happen. Believe in you. Believe in the magic that you can have. You never know what can happen in your life. What if I get out of my story that's been holding me back because I can't forgive it? What happens if I give enlightenment to it? What is this here to teach me? I'm going to do things in spite of it, and I'm becoming stronger because of it. Give yourself a chance to be stronger in spite of your stories. I'm Natasha Venter. If you're looking for private um, sessions to help you get through your life, uh, go to angelicclarifications.com. I have um, different, I have half hour, I have hour sessions. I have hour and a half sessions if you have other things that you want to work on. I also am live twice a week, Mondays at, and Wednesdays at four o'clock Pacific time on my YouTube and, and Facebook pages and Natasha Venter AC. If you're looking for um, uh, podcasts, Life Clarifications with Natasha, and I'm on most platforms. So with that, blessings to you on your journey. On my YouTube channel, I have, a, I have over 550 videos, I think now. Um, and there's a lot of two minute videos that I have. Um, some of them are year old and they are just as precious as they are needing now. Like I have this series about life is like a rose, right? So with that, please be willing to go watch and look and subscribe and I'm here for you. So blessed be to you on the journey on Wednesday. I mean, on this Sunday, I am on, um, KKNW, uh, it's a radio station. You can go to kknw1150.com and listen. I am on Sunday from 9 to noon on, um, on Nor Martha Norwalk's Animal World, giving free readings, also doing animal communication. So blessings to you on your journey and know that no matter what, you're amazing. Blessed be to you. I'm Natasha Venter at angeliclarifications.com. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, Veronica. Love you, guys.